Welcome to No Apology with Emily and Chris. I am Emily Danielson, and I just want to thank you for spending some time with us once again today. We've got a really good show for you. If you've missed any in the past, just a quick reminder, go to freshroadmedia.com and you can listen to all of our shows that are starting to stack up and pile up there. You can also be a part of the show. Leave a comment, leave a question. Um, You can get some prayer if you're struggling with anything. We do have a, a team of prayer warriors standing by ready to lift you up in prayer because that really is the power, okay? That really is where we get our strength. And then lastly, of course, we are listener-supported, so consider being a part of this broadcast ministry. There's a lot going on here. Now, no better way to start the show, of course, than by digging into God's Word and my co-host, Chris Danielson. Hi. Let's, let's do that. You've got oh, you've got a look, verse picked out for us today, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I do. Yeah. I got a really good verse, and then I just see pull, myself on camera for the first time, and I freak together out. together there. <laughs> what? Why? Why does the camera freak me out so bad? Oh, uh, maybe it's because you're high maintenance. No, it's, I think it's because behind the microphone for you know thirty plus years. Yeah, I never had a camera in my face other than uh-huh. like they, we had one like in the corner one time that was like monitoring our yeah. show or whatever. But you're a diva. Uh, Just admit the it. streaming of radio broadcasting started <laughs> late in our career, and we weren't True. really that into it. It's just like nobody needs to see us. Yeah, Chris, there was you've a been on... reason people liked radio. Yeah. We could all sit and just fill our imaginations with what people look like, yeah. and yeah, it was fun. It was great. I'm always taller on the radio, so I like that. That's always yeah. good. Anyway. Anyway. So I've been on camera my whole life, and yet this freaks me out. You audio listeners, you are my people, but it doesn't matter whether you're listening on audio only while you drive, while you walk, while you stand at that machine all day and do what God's called you to do, or whether you are a video listener on Rumble or YouTube. Or you just go to freshroadmedia.com and click on whatever's there. We're glad you're here, and we want you to know that we're in a battle. And in that battle, we got to give it over to Jesus. So I told Emily, I said, we need to start this show with Scripture every time. Yeah, We are a show that that's is an apologetics-based, you know? <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> know. Like, what have we been doing this whole time? Yeah. yeah. So good, good, good thoughts there, dear. So Thank we are, you. So we are in the process of writing a new positioning statement, or we are going to... Uh, uh, go with the old one. And the old one was the Chris and Emily show, laugh louder, dig deeper, live larger. Because we do, I don't even know what we do. We do stuff that a lot of people don't do. And that is we try to add a lot of joy of the Lord and humor into going deep in God's word at the same time. And I always get people, Chris, we wish you'd just do more funny stuff. Uh, I get enough Bible at church. We get other people. I love the depth of the show. I wish you wouldn't joke around so much. It's like, eh, sorry, y'all. I'm trying to can't please yeah. y'all. A lot know. of the, you know, it's uh, in case you don't know, this is not scripted. <laughs> we just kind of go with the flow. So you know what? You're yeah, basically half of, half of my lines are not written by somebody. Yeah, yeah. you're basically kind of just coming around the kitchen table. We're gonna have a little confab, and you don't always know exactly where it's gonna go. Yeah, uh, and that's okay. That's kind of the beauty of it. But the joy we... of Christian living with Bible apologetics, people who are authentically in the Word of God. You know what they are, Emily? What? They are looking for Jesus's return. Yes. Are we getting to the scripture? Because I'm yes. thinking, I think Psalm we're, 27. We haven't officially, officially, I don't think we've started the show now with scripture. <laughs> <laughs> we've already started the show. Okay. You can, you can feel free to cut my pay. I'm going to donate my paycheck to whatever cause you want this week because I made these mistakes on the show. So I'm getting What percentage of zero do you want me to give you? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just make me happy. Okay? Psalm, Psalm 27, 13 through 14 says this. I believe 
that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And don't we live in a land where it seems like dead people are walking all over the place? It really does. Verse 14. This is awesome. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage and wait for the Lord. I like that verse. That's That's, a really good one to start out with. That's what what I want everybody to kind of get their mind around and to get fired up for. And you know what? There's so many Bible apologetic podcasts out there. There's so many... um, other Christian living type shows out there that that I think have their their spot. But for us, we want to do the joy of the Lord, mm-hmm. dig deeper, laugh louder, have fun, and we're looking for God in the land of the living. And then my big thing is I got to try to be patient and wait on the Lord because I'm wait. the guy who looks at the microwave saying, hurry up. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I call you the guy who is, you know, 10 pounds in a five-pound bag. Yep. That comes out of my mouth probably at least every other day. Yeah, 10 pounds in a five-pound bag. Sometimes it's weekly or even yeah. monthly. Yeah, but you're, a very yeah driven, you're a very driven individual. No, I just, if I see thing. something, why not go do it? You know, <laughs> Like pick up your socks. No, it's like, okay, Emily has this meandering thing in the kitchen sometimes where she just yeah. meanders. It's like if we're chopping broccoli, let's chop the broccoli. We don't have to sing Dana Carvey while we chop it, but we can. And the point is let's get after it. If we're going to do something, let's let's try. I know. And then on the flip side of that same coin, you know, we're going to like paint the living room and you're like, okay, let's slap some paint on. It's like, whoa, whoa, we're not slapping paint <laughs> On anything here, there's a method, and we're going to follow that method, and we're going to have a beautiful room when it's over. If I you get this from my father. Follow you, along. You, you never hear me hardly <laughs> ever criticize my father because uh, he was he was just awesome. He's a great guy. He was awesome. Yeah, you know. But he he would get uh, he would he would get clenchy about certain things, and there was just certain things about him. He coined the phrase to me anyway. Um, he coined a, a lot of phrases. I know, but we're getting ready to leave. I don't know what we're doing. Maybe we're going to the mall. Maybe we're going to the grocery store. It doesn't okay. matter where okay. we're going. Maybe we could be going to church. No, on this line, we wouldn't be going to church. Um, he says, everybody, come on, hurry up so we can get back. Yeah. Hurry up. Let's a go so we can get back. Say that. Yeah. It's like, what about the moments that we're going to experience when we leave? Yeah. You know, the drive in the car to where we're going to do the tasks. It's you all know. fun. No, yeah. no, no, no. Nothing matters but hurry your butt up because we got to get back. Yeah, yeah. And then when we get back, then, you know, it's just like, what, you know, ring, hey, Chris, can you do? And immediately I process, this is going to cut into my sitting around time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, do, how how much do I want to do this if it cuts directly into my schedule sitting around time? Oh, yeah, you have a lot of sitting around time, dude. <laughs> anyway, we you are, are waiting go, go, on the go. Lord. We are excited for Jesus' return. And, Emily, yeah. I'm excited that uh, we still get to do this yeah. show on FreshRoadMedia.com. It's, it's a little bit of a breath of fresh air. I know. There is something about how God makes us wait, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, and you even said that today. We're pulling out of the driveway, making our way over here, and you said, I'm so done with the summer. I'm ready for dun, 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 fall. Mm-hmm. I want fall to be here. And we had a nice couple, like, really cool days that gave us a taste for it once again. But, you know, we got another big old blast of heat coming, and we got to wait, and we wait, and we wait for that fall to come. And when it finally does come, it's so wonderful. But don't you think that that, wait, that whole waiting process makes the whatever you're waiting for that much sweeter, that much more wonderful? Yeah. Because you've waited for so long. You know? Yeah, but I mean... I- yeah. If I don't get a hockey game pretty soon, I'm going <laughs> to... August is always the hardest month for me personally, emotionally. Yeah. 
um, because it was always the last of summer before yep. you started school. Yep. It's always the, you know, the, the workouts before you start football, the preseason football. It's not real football. And hockey, they don't start skating until September. Racing's just now starting to take shape for who might win the championship. And so yeah. August, just get out of the way. Let's get to Labor Day and get on with real yeah, life. Yeah, I mean, it's Where just, real living takes place. It's so hot. <laughs> it's so and hot, it's so and hot and heavy, and you just want to be done with it. And I remember going school shopping, uh, you know, for clothes at the beginning of the year. And we'd buy a few things just to make the beginning of school seem fun. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, we'd buy the sweaters and the jackets and the jeans and stuff. And then the first day of school would roll around and it's like hot still. Yeah. And you just can't wait for it. But technically, technically, what is summer? Is the, What's the last day of summer? Isn't it like in September is the last day of summer? Yeah, uh, yeah the summer 21st. Goes, oh, really? The late? Twenty yeah, it's the twenty first of June, twenty first of September, twenty first of December, and okay. the twenty first of March. All right, so wait, people. I think on the March thing. I know on the on yeah. the uh, summer and fall. Just wait yeah. on the Lord; mm-hmm. it will come. It yeah. will come. All right. So with the fall, of course, uh, we're also seeing another season that is not cooling off but heating up. That's the political season, and we've had some exciting things going on here, right here. Uh, in our hometown, Harlan, and because uh, we're in Iowa, yeah, we had some pretty cool people stop by and talk to some people. Well, Iowa is the, stu- is the you know it is the stumping grounds to get your campaign off the ground. Is it? And we have a news director, Mike Shaw, who knows this game very well. Let's yep. bring Mike in and chat for a minute. Mike, how you doing? Turn on my mic. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm doing great, <laughs> thanks. You know, I, I want to say that I'm doing that on purpose yep. now that it's becoming a bit, yep, yep. but it's not. Uh, <laughs> I was I was watching over there on the board to yes. see, and I knew I knew I was going to have an opportunity uh, to use it again. You're going to so, slide it yeah. down on me without me looking. <laughs> we can no all doubt. see each other. Yeah. Any, I, anyway, yeah. Mike, yeah. you you as a news director, Fresh Road Media is this little upstart company, yeah, uh, broadcast no. ministry. It's a 501c3. Donations are appreciated. Thank we you. don't have enough money to to really function. Right now, uh, God is just starting this in an infancy project, and he's, I think he's testing us to see how faithful we're going to be. So yeah. when opportunities come up for you to get out there and, and, and spread your news director wings, yeah. I think it's pretty cool. How did you, as Fresh Road Media News Director, compete with ABC, NBC, and CBS <laughs> yeah. at the DeSantis rally? Tell us about this, because I do have a clip. Yeah, it was really exciting. Um, you know, first of all, thank you, Lord, for bringing me to Iowa to make all this possible, because right. Iowa is the first place that caucuses. Yep. And so you, you get all the presidential candidates for months. Um, this is the focus, because Iowa is so important for their fundraising, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And you have to do well in Iowa to continue on to New Hampshire, et cetera. Right, right. And so you have these candidates that go all over the state. Ron DeSantis, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, is on a 99-county tour of Iowa, and that's nice. all of them. Nice. And so Friday, last week, he was here in little old Harlan. <laughs> and so... And, and, you know, the five, town of 5,000 people, and he's over at the American Legion and fill, filled that thing up. Now, yeah. uh, I knew he was coming. Yeah. And I have some friends. You remember I was the— Contacts. Politi- I was the political director of the Arizona Republican Party. So I was at the state party level. Mm-hmm. And so I know a lot of people in mm-hmm. Arizona. Now, some of my—some of the people that I worked with and beside— 
are on Ron DeSantis's campaign. Oh, nice. And, and a couple of them are mm-hmm. here in Iowa with him. Okay, very Favorite cool. time. So I pulled out my phone. <laughs> uh, pro tip, kids, don't ever delete a phone number from your phone. So I pulled out right. my phone and uh, contacted someone. It actually was turned out to be his birthday besides so hey noah happy birthday and uh by the way by the way (laughs) ron's gonna be in town um is there any chance i could uh, get a couple questions with him and back and forth with their regional press person and blah 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 yeah and they promised me two questions so he's gonna be in extreme hurry pick your best two questions okay well that turned into a gaggle as we call it with the press Okay. Because we had TV stations from Des Moines and Iowa here as well. And Omaha. Nice. Yeah, that's what I meant. Nice. Yeah. Omaha. What did I say? Iowa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they both start with a with a vowel, so uh, it's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Italian. <laughs> I'm used to ending in a vowel, but whatever. Um, you know, I want you to go around town telling people, yeah, I lost my keys in Omaha, Iowa. <laughs> See what they say. <laughs> good luck with that. Uh, yeah. I guess you're getting new keys. Yeah, so that's right pretty good. Pretty cool. Uh, I yeah. mean, you're swimming with the big dogs here now, Mike, aren't so you? Here's the really cool part. Yeah. So we're in the gaggle. There's like, you know, six TV stations and me with my phone. Okay. And I know, I don't know this for a fact, but it had to be that someone on the campaign told uh, the governor, call on the old dude in the green shirt. With the phone. Right. Yeah, he doesn't look legit, but he's legit. <laughs> he's legit. <laughs> we, we've, we've been talking to him. He's <laughs> our <laughs> hobbit. Yes. We we're, like him. We're giving him a question. <laughs> yeah, you're and like s- the Andy Rooney <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, in, the, yeah. in the political realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah without the complaining. <laughs> yeah. Without hopefully. the complaining, hopefully. yes. And so... So when we watch this clip, it's the whole clip. I didn't edit it. It's three minutes, okay. a little more than three minutes. It, start, right. it starts with the end of the question with the TV station next to me. Then he points right at my camera, and I got my question in. And yep. then, and then awesome. you hear at the end, one more question. So it was like two TV stations and me. That yeah. was it. So it was pretty was it. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, you just, were the meat in that mainstream media demonic you were. sandwich. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Great analogy. <laughs> hey, let's go to the clip. Here's Ron DeSantis already in progress with our news director, Mike Shaw. Big win for Fresh Road Media. Check it out. It's about a larger mission that we have to accomplish for Americans. Thank you, Governor. Um, we know your record in Florida, and I know you stand by that strongly, and it's an impressive record. My question is foreign policy. Uh, we're, not, we're not sure about that experience, and I'm just wondering, especially about the Middle East, Iran's partnership with Russia and uh, our friendship with Israel. So first of all, um, I'm the only veteran running for for president. I'll be the first president elected since 1988 that's actually served uh, in a war overseas in Europe, or excuse me, um, in in the Middle East. First one to serve uh, in a war overseas since 1988. And so I have uh, experience about being in the military. I know what veterans have gone through. I know what active duty service members have gone through. I also know the importance of making sure you have clearly defined objectives when our troops are ever put in harm's way. And that's an experience I've taken with myself from Iraq. I also have a a great record of being uh, a strong friend to the state of Israel. Uh, When I was a U.S. congressman for three terms, there was nobody that was leaning in more strongly on issues like relocating America's embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, fighting the BDS movement, uh, ensuring that we uh, recognize Israeli sovereignty of the Golan Heights, uh, and we had an unimpeachable record. When I became governor, I said I would make Florida the most pro-Israel state in America, and we have delivered. 
we stood up to Airbnb when they attempted BDS of Jews in Judea and Samaria. My first week in office, Airbnb changed. We've also enacted our BDS laws against Ben and Jerry's and um, uh, when they uh, were, were, were boycotting. I most recently signed legislation to hold Morningstar accountable. What they're trying to do with ESG is they're trying to smuggle in BDS into ESG and then apply that to credit ratings. It's totally outrageous. And so we are gonna be a strong friend uh, of the state of Israel. BDS is anti-Semitic because you can like Israel's policies or not, and that's fine. But when the only country you're targeting is the only Jewish state on the planet, uh, that is being driven by anti-Semitism and that is wrong. I led a big trade mission to Israel my first year as governor. And part of that mission, we actually did public events in Judea and Samaria, places like uh, Ariel University and Gutset Shion. No statewide official had ever been willing to do that before, uh, but we've been willing to do that. So we will reestablish a very strong U.S.-Israel relationship, and we will turn the screws on Iran, because Iran is the greatest uh, state sponsor of terrorism in the world. When I was serving in Iraq, most of the casualties we were suffering were at the hands of Iranian-backed militia groups where Iran was killing Americans, uh, and that's wrong. Biden has given them sanctions relief and then just now giving them $6 billion. Iran is using that to help Russia, and they are using that to fund terrorism. The party will be over when I become president. We're putting Iran back in the box, uh, and we are not going to give them an inch. Last question! All wow, right. wow. <laughs> Ask a question, get fast. ready for an answer. That was a loaded answer. I mean, that was f as complete and as thorough as I think uh, someone could give an answer. So, Mike, what, like, uh, in that, in that, because he covered a lot, yeah. what are the big things that kind of stand out for you? In yeah. that answer. Well, I mean, I agree with you, too. That was He packed a lot in he three did. minutes. And we haven't heard much about his foreign policy stances. That's, True, yeah. That's why I wanted to ask him a question that was different from everybody else. Yep. Um, but and they obviously trusted you. Uh, yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so well, no, great. and I mean, what you did, in my opinion, I don't think it was a softball question. No. But it was a thorough question that gave him an open door to really lay down who he is and what he's about, with, especially with Israel. So right. many great things about that, too, because he did not forget any of the points. He hit mm -hmm. them all. Yeah. Um, which you don't always get that with, with an answer from someone, from a politician. Yeah. Um, so the first thing, Jerusalem, the mm -hmm. embassy in Jerusalem, he hit on that. That is huge. He's keeping it there. Yeah, um, yeah. I think uh, Biden may have already taken it out already. Oh, but he's he going to put it. He'll put it back. So wonderful. <sighs> um, mm -hmm. So I think that's great. And and I'm, I'll make this point real quick too. You know, Ron DeSantis is a Christian. Mm. Uh, you can debate on whether any of the other. I think some of the other candidates are too. But as far as the top three that are polling, mm -hmm. um, I can't speak to President Trump and his faith. Uh, Ramaswamy definitely is not a Christian, although a man of faith. Um, but Ron DeSantis is is mm -hmm. definitively yep. a Christian, so yep. he has he has this discernment on these types of questions, yep. especially about the Middle East, and so Jerusalem and the embassy there. Great. Now he talked about BDS and yeah. didn't explain what that was. Right. right. And so people who have been paying attention for a long time probably do. But just as a refresher, it's it stands for boycott, divestment. And sanctions. Right. And it's a movement by Palestinian groups 
to basically attack Israel, okay. uh, to boycott them, to sanction them, and divest from them. To financially mm-hmm. harm them. That's correct. Right. Mm-hmm. And what we've seen with the BDS movement, uh, especially in universities across the country over, yeah. the, over the last two dec- decade and a half, at least decade yep. for sure, um, is that they are taking uh, their investments away from Israel. Mm-hmm. Some states have had to pass laws because these universities are public institutions saying, no, you're a public institution. You, you can't, can't do that. You, you right. can't harm Israel, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, unilaterally. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ron DeSantis uh, addressed what they've done in Florida with that. Very important. I mean, it's so flying under the radar. Uh, people don't realize the forces that are at work behind the scenes. But, yeah, uh, those things have to be addressed. So, yeah, I'm glad he brought that up. And thank you for, for clarifying that because I've heard that term BDS, BDS, and I kind of know what he, they're referring to, but but that was helpful when you hear that, that that is specifically targeting Israel uh, to harm them financially. Another yeah. thing about Ron DeSantis that I love and mm-hmm. learned more about from his visit, mm-hmm. this is why these candidates make these tours, because when right. you meet them in person, you just get, you can glean so much more. Yeah. He said that uh, BDS is, you know, through ESG, Yeah which is your environmental, social, government score, social yep. justice, government score, uh, that they're trying to impose on all of us. Yep. For um, financial purposes. Yep. Part of that is BDS. Yeah. So when they when they are doing their ESG evil stuff, mm-hmm. they're including BDS in that. It's so, all connected. Yeah. Because okay. it's the it's spirit of Antichrist. It's sleight of hand. Well, it's the spirit of Antichrist. Yeah, yeah. it is. Leading yeah. to the actual Antichrist. and. Uh, does uh, let me let me ask you this: the sp- spirit of Antichrist are they pro or against Israel? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Let's think on Israel. that for a moment. <laughs> yeah, right. very much for the destruction yeah. of Israel. Right. Very much. Yeah. So, Governor DeSantis gets it on that point too. And then the last awesome. thing, you know, we talked about Iran. He made another point that I did not hear enough of when we were in Iraq. Iran, okay. Iran was supplying. Uh, weapons to our enemies in Iraq, they were killing Americans right. with their armor-piercing yep. um, uh, IEDs and, yeah. you know, other... And and I don't think enough was done about that. No. And so I, the, again, swept under the rug. He whatever, takes that personally, yeah. so I have a feeling I love he'll that. take care of Iran. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love to see people that, you know, uh, politicians that... Um, aren't afraid to say, yeah, we got to take care of Americans. We have to treat people right. Chris, what are your thoughts? What's going through your pretty little head over there? Well, I just, I don't know. I'm looking at like a perfect storm be developed. And when I watch people say, hey, this is how we're going to manipulate the population. Mm -hmm. And then they start manipulating the population. And you want to say, hey, don't manipulate the population. We see through that. Then all of a sudden we're crazy and we have to be canceled and we have to be put down. And so that's where I'm at. And I'm kind of done with Trump, to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. he's had his time. I feel bad for him. He 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 made a good run, but they are going to have him where you know, Mike Shaw. You and I were even talking about this, yeah. where he might even be taken off the ballot in some some states. Um, and blue states, it doesn't really matter. <clears throat> but that's what these indictments are all about. It has nothing to do with justice. Right. And and the and here's the here's the thing. How can we as Americans watch? somebody get indicted and, and, and railroaded for mm-hmm. something that has no evidence when the sitting fake president has all this evidence against him and you can't get any traction. Well, I think It's absolutely madness that we're yeah, living in. Yeah, and I think, though, that you're kind of answering your own question, that every time something gets thrown at Trump, people just, through 
you know, sympathy or maybe even empathy because maybe they've been there before, too. Um, their love for him grows. I mean, he gets more and more popular the harder they are. And haven't we seen that even in sharing the gospel? Sometimes when people are sharing their faith and they're being punished for that faith, it makes people stand up, take note and go, oh, maybe that's real. You know what I mean? Maybe what maybe that faith that they're proclaiming, maybe there's something really real to that if they will if they're willing to go through uh what they're going through and still hold firm to their belief. You yeah. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so I think that that's just kind of a human thing that as they see Trump attacked, 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 it makes us like him, like him, like him more, more, more. You know what I mean? That's got some points to it, Mike yeah. Shaw. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly it. You know, the more they attack Trump, uh the we rally around him because uh, just look at what they've done to him since even before he ran the first time. Right. And, right. and you know, it's he has given up so much personally to fight for America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, people recognize that. And then when you see how corrupt the DOJ <laughs> has become and yeah. the FBI and all of it. All of it. Um, you know, Chris made this point. It's like it's. The republic has it's, fallen. It's maddening. Yeah, it and really is. And so, so the other part of that rallying around Trump with these indictments is it's wrong. Mm-hmm. So you know we're going to rally around him and fix it. This is yeah. the, a real problem that Governor DeSantis has because I love the guy, mm-hmm. and but it, it's it's so hard to thread that needle mm-hmm. of you know yes, uh, thank you President Trump for your sacrifices, but it's time to hand the baton off to someone else who's actually taking action and removing Soros state prosecutors in Florida. He's done two of those now. Yeah, not so embroiled and vulnerable. I think that yeah. just this, these constant attacks really do make him vulnerable. But Mike, you bring yeah. you brought up a really good point. And I want to talk about this a little bit because, uh, Chris, I want you to talk about Israel. But, um, Mike, you had said that he's a Christian, and so he understands some of those things. You yes. know, he understands the the importance of our relationship with Israel. He understands the importance that Israel remain intact, a a safe, secure, sovereign nation. Um, And so it is important that we have leaders, that we have political leaders who understand that spiritual aspect of things. Because Chris, I want to turn to you, Mm -hmm. you you and I have been to Israel several, several times. And the, the cool thing about Israel is they aren't like the United States in that uh, you separate religion from government. No, everything's very intertwined, and they talk about it um, out on the street. Yeah, they'll talk about politics yeah. with anyone. They'll talk about religion with anyone. They <clears throat> they're open and they talk about these things, and they are not afraid. And I love it. And so we take people to Israel. Yeah. In fact, um, you guys were talking about the embassy. Yeah. I I, I was going to have Mike Shaw. Pull this up. Let's see if I can get it on my camera. Download it. Over. To, uh, there you over. go. I love okay. the, the high tech. Hold. No. Chris, there, there it is. There. Stop. All right. Okay. So that is a picture taken from when, uh, shortly after Trump had moved the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. 
Um, it was just really fun. It wasn't even a, a formal part of the tour, but people on the bus were like, hey, we know it got moved. Where is it? Where is it? Can we go see it? Can we go see it? And finally, the, the tour guide is like, fine, we'll drive by it. You know, you, people <laughs> nice. do it all the time. And so we got a lot of pictures. Yeah. And so that was pretty cool. So we did, Chris, This last time when I was in, in Israel in June, we never even brought it up. Who wants to go get a picture of you know, American en- Embassy President Joe Biden? You know, Right. Anyway. Uh, that wasn't a thought. Anyway, huh? can I can I just can I make a clarification <laughs> on my uh, yes. Trump Trump comment? Sure, absolutely. Sure. I have all the respect in the world for Trump. I really mm-hmm. do. Um, I I'm my family is former Democrats, and because they turned their backs so hard on Christians, mm-hmm. uh, most of my people have left the Democratic Party. Some of them are most. floating around. Look, Joe Manchin's going to leave the Democratic Party. Yeah. He can't join the Republicans because of politics, but he's going to be an independent. Um, Look, if you are a Christian and you still claim the Democratic Party, I have one question for you. Why? They hate you. Why are you still with them? Anyway, so the whole point with Trump is, uh, for me, is I don't really even care about this stuff other than policies. And I want all I want is policies that allow me to stay free to share the gospel because that's the only mission I have. Um, share the gospel on radio, share it on TV, share it from the pulpit, share it in the, my, my office, uh, share it on the phone at midnight last night with somebody. That's it. Mm-hmm. And they want the Democrats want to take that away. And we got people that That's claim true. Christ who want to support that. I'm sorry. The, the, that level of ignorance I can't justify anymore. We used to be able to dance around this back 10 years ago. It, it, it's passed us by. It's so gotten... they're going to eliminate Trump, <clears throat> and we're going to all stay on the Trump train so that it goes off the cliff and they, they maintain power. That's how I'm saying, you know, it, what's right and what's wrong, I don't care. DeSantis has the, the spine. If Trump can't make it, go with him. Mm-hmm. I don't even care if it's a Republican or a Democrat. I just want policies that allow us to remain free. And it wouldn't be bad to have a politician that actually had my grandchildren's best interest in mind. Yeah. And I don't find many of there them very anywhere on either side between. of the aisle. They're very few and far between. But, you know, it goes back to... When you get into God's Word, you read how history wraps up. Mm-hmm. We're watching it, and um, you know, there, what God has planned, man can't stop. What what what's going to happen is going to happen, and and we're going to fight the good fight until the end. But we do know how it all unfolds. Like Mike was talking about earlier, uh, the rise of the Antichrist. There are certain things that do have to. Um, come to fruition in order for the Antichrist to come into power and rise up. And so even so, we fight against it. It's still, um, there's things that are just going to happen to fulfill what God has said. This is what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Mike. I don't know if I said that very well. Well, I tell you what, you did, (laughs) and it just gave me an opportunity to to, uh, remind people, go to freshroadmedia.com and watch... Chris's sermon from Sunday. Mm. Go mm. to the Bible Idiots podcast. I heard it was a good one. It was really good. <laughs> so, you know, talking about oh, end times, you we teed it up to, so well. We were supposed to bring the picture on this show. I said last week we'd do it on this show. We don't, we don't have it ready. Oh, we don't have it ready. No, we, so uh, we got to bring it up next. That's got to be on your, your show prep list for next week, Emily, okay. if at all possible, because I said I'd do it and I... But on the, I have not air checked it. Can people see? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The picture. Yeah, yeah. If they, if they, okay. if they, so on freshroadmedia.com, you're going to get mm-hmm. the audio version. Okay. So if you go to YouTube and search for Bible Idiots, 
uh, subscribe to the channel. Yes. Um, yeah. Because all the sermons are going up there um, as soon as we can after your after your sermon on Sunday. Yeah. And they can they'll be able to see that picture, and uh, and we'll show it again next week. Yeah. 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 But the whole thing is there. And what I loved about the sermon, Chris, was. It's like, yes, um, you know, there's bold judgments and all that stuff, and you said you're going to get to that in a future sermon, Mm -hmm. but it was just a brilliantly laid out, hey, know what season we're in, (laughs) right? and get close to God. Yeah, fall's coming. (laughs) Although I didn't say get close to God, because that's like a little prickly thing for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And I say it, because in James it says, draw close to God, he'll draw close to you. (laughs) And it's like, he's talking about unsaved Jews, okay, in James, when he's talking about that. I think that we, and I preached this for a decade, we are held in Jesus's grip. We're as mm-hmm. close to him as we're ever going to be. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now it's That's a matter good. of depth, and it's a matter of That's us trying right. to wander away from him versus, you know, but he's always there holding Very on to good. you. Yeah. And so uh, there's that. Yeah. That's a great distinction. Yeah. It I is. just want to encourage people. I just yeah. remind I'm people. I'm glad you guys were impacted by it because the whole thing, there was mm-hmm. a picture that Emily made me take when we were in Pamplona, Spain. Yeah. And it's a picture of me running with the bulls. And when you hear that, you know, and it, and I say, look, this is an actual picture of me running with the bulls in Pamplona, Spain. And it is. Yeah. But it's not what you think. The truth claim isn't what you think it is. And so it's, there's no Photoshop. There's no nothing else. It's a legitimate picture. The factual claim is correct. But the truth claim of a picture of me running with the bulls where you think that I'm wearing that white stuff running with the bulls, that's not what's happening here. So we use that to point towards the end times. And let me tell you something. If you are an end times eschatology person, let me tell you, you better have one thing going for you. You better be desperate to tell people about Jesus. If you believe we're in the end times, and I don't think you think we're in the end times or we might be in, but you believe we are in the end times, the number one moniker that you will have is I got to tell people about Jesus. Mm -hmm. I got to take, you know, what's going on this Saturday? If we ain't got nothing going on, can we do something to tell people about Jesus? I mean, that's how your mind gets when you're daily looking for Jesus to return. Yeah. So thank Uh, you for liking the sermon, I guess. Yeah. It was great. Let's get back to Chris, because you do have another Israel trip coming up in December of 2024. And I want to just just give a quick mention to that, because we were going to have the director of uh, Maranatha Tours. Next week. That's the organization that um, takes, uh, you know, coordinates this, the, all these tours for us. Wonderful organization. We're going to have him on the show in, in next week or the week after. Yeah, next week or the week after. Uh, yeah. He was supposed to be on today, but he's ill and <clears throat> it just happened. Yeah, and life so. happens while you're busy making plans. And so that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Greg Riley is going to be joining us. He's going to be able to, we'll be able to go more in depth with those trips to Israel but Chris, there is one coming up in 2024. Yeah, there is, and uh, it, I go with Pastor Gary Kuhn, and this will be my sixth trip over, and it is from December 2nd through the 9th, and it's uh, $4,700. Now, that's all inclusive. You can find cheaper trips out there, but they won't be the same. Trust me. Yeah. You will have all kinds of hidden <laughs> expenses that we don't offer you, so it's all included, and I'm going to have a couple people that just went with us to give testimonies about how good the food is, how good the lodging is. It's not the King David Hotel. But it's really, really sharp for the Middle East. And we have a great time. I mean, Emily, you and I have been over there. I mean, here's a picture of us in Caesarea Philippi, um, you know, from from years ago. And uh, there we are at Capernaum, the town of Jesus. I mean, you get to go to see all these things. And, of course, you know, the Western Wall and the the Temple Mount Mm -hmm. and all of those things. We would love for you to join us uh, in December 
So, Mike, can we get this? Uh, there's a QR code on the brochure. Can we put that on the website where people could just scan the QR code and book their trip? Or, you yeah. know, again, you know, we, we don't have anything scheduled right now. Nothing spilled. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I just bumped myself. And We're really off the technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah. Please stand by. At least the walls aren't falling <laughs> yeah, off I just, today. I, I tipped over my coffee cup brought to you by I The saw, Grounds. Yeah, I the saw The Grounds. It. Get your coffee hey, at The there Grounds. there you go. So, Chris, I'm going to say that uh, my responsibilities as the web guy. Yeah. Yeah. I will do whatever you like. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I can build a whole separate Israel page we're, on the website. Yeah, we're talking we're talking about this, and I realized we didn't put right. the Israel page together on the website, which we're going to have to do. But yeah. we'd love for you to go. And here's the thing. Yeah. If you sign up between now and October 1st, if you book your trip, it's just a $500 deposit, um, I will give you $150 off. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. I wow, guess I'm building that page today. I'm just then, a giver. Right. You're fast <laughs> giver. and furious with the do re me <laughs> yep. over there. Right. Well, here's, That's awesome. Well, though. here's the thing. We live in a new post-COVID travel world. Yeah, and the yeah. more people that we have signed up, we're, we're, we're taking so many seats. And they're giving us a price that they're going to honor 18 months from now. Right. Well, yeah. you so, follow you know, how this works. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of people I know that have, like, their heart is just drawn towards Israel. Every year we have people that, I really want to go, I really want to go. And then when it comes to it, they're like, I, I can't this year. But it's a goal. It's on their bucket list, if you want to put it that way. Jesus but calls all of us to go. Exactly. I think that there's something that. in every believer that's really, you know, you, it's a desire. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like a desire to go home. Like, you know, you just want to be there. And so maybe it's something that you're not going to ever do. But but as, as you talk to people in your sphere, if you run into people that are like, yeah, I really want to go to Israel. I've always wanted to go to Israel. Make sure that you push them towards Fresh Road Media because that tour is coming up. And uh, bang for buck, it's, it is the best price out there that you're going to get. Well, so. and the big thing for me yeah. is that um, I don't want to go back. I don't. But I can't help it. <laughs> Every sounded, time. That you know, sounded creepy, dude. <laughs> but I can't help it. He's back. <laughs> Come to Israel. <laughs> this voice yeah. sold no tickets. <laughs> In a world. In a world. No, You're like a fungus. You just yeah. keep go, keep coming back, right? We don't yeah. have to tell you who rocks the Twin Cities. <laughs> this Thursday night, sold out. <laughs> yes, I did those voices. That's awesome, dude. This is All how right. I paid for school shoes. <laughs> how did you pay for school shoes? I, I did voices like this. That, that's how I sound after I'm sick. So I, if I get sick, I hope I, that happens to me because it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You could get I, paid for that. I man. really wish it, back when when I was doing that that I would have applied myself and made a career out of that because the guys that did that, I was I was right with them as far as skill set, and they did quite well. Yeah. Tom Bernard would get brought to New York to read twelve scripts. He'd do his morning show, get on a private plane, fly to New York, read 12 to 15 scripts, get back on a fl- plane, fly back to Minneapolis with a check for $250,000. What a million. Uh, okay, and I don't We don't have to tell you who wants you to like, go to Israel. Probably 5% <laughs> of our listeners know who Tom Bernard anyway, is. Anyway, he's a voice so, guy that I admire. Anywho, back anyway, to Israel. <laughs> yes. You will have this calling on you. Not everybody, but most people that Jesus calls he wants you in his town. It's and great. when you're in his town, it's different. It's 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 it smells different. It, it's like I don't oh, know yeah. what it is. I did, a friend of mine just got we've back. We've talked from, about the smell of the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> is it uh, the camels? No. I oh, think okay, it good. is. That's not the Middle East smell I'm talking about, <laughs> okay, by the way. Good, all right. Um 
But uh, a friend of mine just got back from uh, hiking in the, in the Swiss Alps, and I said, did you notice that it actually smells fresher there? Oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, oh, even my yeah. wife was talking about it. Yeah. And so you can't, I can't explain it to you, but until you go there and, and right. breathe it in yourself. And there's something about being in Jerusalem that, like, aren't you scared rockets are getting? No. Prophecy, God already tells us how this is all going to work out. Right. Plus, if a rocket came and took me out in Israel... What a way to go. <laughs> yeah. Put that on the front of the brochure. That's right. Put yeah. that on the front of the brochure. Yeah. If we Chris, get attacked, you're closer to God. Chris yeah. is walking around heaven. I got hit by a missile in Israel. How about how did you die? <laughs> Badge yeah. of honor. And we all know the wonderful, awesome. lovely smells of Iowa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I embrace that as well. Okay, yeah. let's so, let's all right. um, Israel. Freshroadmedia.com, soon going to have an Israel page, but if you want to yep. uh, go, send an email to me, and I'll send you a private brochure. It's chris at freshroadmedia.com. Not hard. All right, what, what are we doing? What are we doing, show uh, boss? Well, I want to kind of jump back again to what Mike was saying about uh, Ron DeSantis being a Christian and how we need political leaders who understand, understand that uh, spiritual realm, especially for the things that we're facing today. Right. Um, one of the big things that we are facing is um, just a breakdown of the family, a breakdown of how God intended everything to work relationally, sexually, and and so on. And now even gender identification has become a thing. Now, I've been reading through the scriptures and uh, one of the things that struck that uh, stood out to me was when you go to um, Mark chapter five, verses one through thirteen. There's a story there, true story about Jesus who restores a demon possessed man. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that stood out was um, Jesus asks, "Who am I talking to? Who am I talking to?" And the demon-possessed man, it wasn't the man that answered him. It was the demon who answered him because uh, the man was just in full submission to this demon that was very violent. People couldn't do anything with him. Rationale wasn't going to work, if you know what I mean. And the demon responds to Jesus. He says, uh, my name is Legion, Mm. for we are many. And then he begged Jesus again and again not to send them uh, out of the area. Anyway. Too bad. Into the pigs you go. (laughs) (laughs) And then we had a pig of land. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, pigs killing themselves in Israel. That's something. Wow. That was a hoot nanny, I tell you that right now. People are still talking about it. I know. Uh, right? Keep going with your devotion, babe. Sorry. Um, I just thought it was really interesting when the demon respi- responds, we. We. That's his pronoun, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so I was thinking in this whole movement of transgenderism, yes, I know there are things like diagnosable uh, gender dysphoria. I also know there is a force out there that is just simply recruiting and so people are going into this, you know, not even knowing what it is prior, but they're being recruited into it. But there's this other aspect that nobody really seems to be talking about, and that is the demon possession. Mm. It clicked with me that that's what we're seeing. That's what we're seeing when we're talking to someone who is who responds to us saying they are not 
the person who's in front of them. You know, you're talking to a man and it says, I'm not a man, I am a woman. Well, then you're not talking to that man. Is it possible that you're talking now to a demon? Mm. Um, my pronouns are we, they. Is it possible you're not talking any longer to that individual? You're talking to a legion of demons. And so I believe, you know, we look into the end times prophecy. We see how evil is going to abound and abound and abound. And I think that that's an aspect that we're kind of overlooking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That mm-hmm. demon possession is becoming more and more prevalent as the days go on. And I would really like political leaders who not um, like they're going to solve the problem, but just recognize and um, give credence to the fact that the Christian biblical worldview is legit, mm-hmm. because that's the only way these people are in bondage. Yeah. You know, Jesus cast these demons out, and now all of a sudden they're followers of Jesus. So we don't, we're not there to kill the body. You know what I mean? We're yeah. there to... Uh, relieve that bondage that these people are in. Well, one of the things that uh, I think about is, you know, the Bible talks about how the conscience can be seared. Mm -hmm. And so when the conscience is seared, there, there is a behavior that naturally from the sinful nature springs forth. And that's where I think a lot of people get off base is that they think that there's this huge Christian contingent that just is against the rainbow flag because they're hateful right. and they're homophobic. Right. And it's like, no, no. <laughs> We're looking at actual evidence. Uh, just the health meter. Right. If you look at the health of a homosexual community versus a heterosexual community, it's night and day. Just saying. Right. So, Physical health. You know, yeah. it, it, it's, not, it's not a hateful thing. And, no. and that's the thing. They immediately play the hate card immediately. It's hate. It's hate. It's hate. <laughs> and it's like, it, it's not. Right. No. You yeah. know, and so. The, it's actually the, love. The, yeah. So the, the cut and cauterized conscious might be one thing rather than demon possession. There was a kid. Right. True. Uh, a young, young man identifying as a woman, I think it was. Um, uh, no, maybe it was a woman identifying as a man. Anyway. This, this person was at the school. It was a viral video about a year ago. And, I mean, this person is just screaming yeah. at this speaker. Yeah. And I'm sorry. If you can't see that that's demon possession. Right, yeah. right. Mm, yeah, that's know, a really good point. I really question your discernment and maybe even, you know, whether a, you know Jesus. You, there, that's, you make a really good point because earlier in the passage when Jesus is talking about this, this man who is demon possessed is, like, out of control. Like, people are afraid of him. And um, they've tried, like, binding him so that he can't do whatever it is he was doing. um, And he would just break free. I mean, he was out of control and people were afraid and they could not contain him. So when you see that anger, the rage, the, you know, um, yeah, I think you bring up a really good point. We have descriptions of demon possession in the Bible. Um, and the more I, I'm reading them and the more I'm looking into them, the more I'm able to say, hey, that's going on still today. It really is. And the further our country, the further our society moves away from God and the truthfulness um, of the words that he has spoken, the more access then demons do have to infiltrate the lives and the persons 
in our society. When wrong is not wrong anymore, because that's mm-hmm. the end of the, that's the bottom line. Right. It really comes down to: Are you telling me? that I want to identify as a woman today that that's wrong, you can't. You're blaspheming my godhood because mm-hmm. I'm a god. I can decide my own gender. I can decide my own race. I can decide anything. There are even college students saying that if someone wants to rape another person, the person being raped should respect the raper's desires. Right. It's, it's, it's we, are, becoming, we, are living in, yeah. we are living in wacko world. And I'm tired of wacko world. Yeah. And I'm tired of being criticized for pointing out to the wackos that they're wackos. <laughs> well, it's getting to the, I'm getting to the end of myself with this. And, and whether, you know, right now, there's going to be somebody out there who's going to misinterpret your brilliant explanation about possible demon possession to say, Emily Danielson said all transgenders are demon possessed. That's not what she said. She said it's very likely. And I just gave you an alternative, the cauterized and cut conscience. And so we are in a world now where everybody's opinion is just as valid as anybody else. And you can't say anything about anything except for Christians. You can throttle Christians and Jews all you want, but after that, you got to back her down a little bit and capitulate so, to the culture. Let's go back into God's word and let's talk a little bit about what did Jesus say when it comes to encountering these demons. Uh, number one, the name of Jesus is so powerful. We've seen video after video of confrontations with transgender that just it it ends badly a lot of times. Um, But people do stand up to it. That's a good thing. Uh, But the name of Jesus is a power uh, that can cast out demons. Yeah. I mean, just mentioning the name of Jesus, because Jesus has authority over all of that. Mm -hmm. And so um, I just, you know, I think about that, you know, the next time that I encounter someone who, and it doesn't just have to do with demon, uh, it doesn't just have to do with transgenderism either, but anyone who is just in that lost, you know, not in their right mind, um, the name of Jesus holds power. So here's 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 an analogy I just came up with. Okay. Mike Shaw, I want you to jump in here because okay. you've just been chatty, chat, 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 chat. <laughs> I've been shut listening. Up. Yeah. I'm enjoying the show. <laughs> Quiet down over there. Yeah. Right? Yak, 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 Mike Shaw. <laughs> Give us a chance. The show. It's great. <laughs> All right, here's my analogy. Yeah. Uh, the wind keeps coming and blowing the barn door open. Okay. And as the wind keeps blowing the barn door open, you're looking for a solution for this. Uh-huh. Okay. Move. So you put you put you put latch A on and it doesn't hold. You you try a different thing with Velcro that doesn't hold. Finally, you get a master lock type bracket and you put it on there and it holds. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it holds and it holds. Then a big storm comes and it does blow it open. But you know that you have found the best latch for that door to not blow open. Right. Same thing with transgenderism and homosexuality. All of the solutions that have been tried to keep that door from blowing open don't work as well as Jesus Christ. The I'm not saying this because I read the Bible and I think this way. Right. I'm saying this based on a thousand percent evidence. Yep. The evidence is all over America that people that come to Jesus Christ for salvation, for forgiveness of their sins, come out of that lifestyle, and they're the ones who claim that that lifestyle was evil. They're the ones who claim that that lifestyle was harmful. They're the ones who say they're now living a free life, and they're so grateful for the days they have yeah. before they step into eternity for eternal life. That's why we proclaim the gospel, because it works. And 
there's no other way to get these people out of this bondage. They're actually in bondage. And mm-hmm. what they're telling us, they're saying, help us in our bondage, make our bondage more better. And we're like, no, we got an opportunity to set you free. Right. That's oppressive. You're a hater. What? That's where I'm at. Yeah, well, it's love to tell someone the truth. And when you tell them the truth and, and give them the solution, they don't always like it. And, of course, right. in, in a world of spirit of Antichrist, they're going to those demons are going to manifest and show themselves. Yeah. Now, and, and be the ones responding to you. Yeah. I think that's important yeah. to I, keep in mind. It's not going to be rational. It's not going to be, you know, it, it, it's the demon that's speaking to you, not the person that's in the bondage. I hadn't thought much about that till you just brought that yeah. up. So yeah. I really, I, I really appreciate Another that. reason to have grace. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. these people are yeah. caught, you know, look, if you ever have an addict in your life, Mike, Emily, and I want to tell you, have grace for them. Yeah. Well, have grace for them. That, and, that's... And, and, and for yourself, you know, yeah. I mean, you've got to work your way through your addictions except for coffee because God loves coffee. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and, a, and a good barbecue. Okay, what, barbecue. what were you saying, Mike? <laughs> well, I mean, that's exactly where I was going with that. You know, we all have our weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're born into a sinful nature in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. And until we get born again, we enjoy it and we love it. And that's the way we live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we want to share with people but you know think about um you know people that are drunkards think about people that are chronic liars think about all kinds of quit mentioning my family (laughs) (laughs) people that are danielsons i mean uh you know it's all of us we all need jesus it's not just transgenders it's not you know it's it's uh homeless it's uh, i'm sorry it's uh it's uh, heterosexuals that want to sleep around. That's right. Just as bad. And so what you do is you get born again and you can't change yourself. God changes you. Jesus changes you from the inside out. Exactly. That's, so it's not just, it's for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just want to encourage people in the, as these days grow darker and darker. Do not be afraid to speak the name of Jesus because that's probably the most powerful thing that you have. Yeah. Speaking the name of Jesus, speaking his word, truth into people's lives. But, you know, even the uh, disciples were casting out demons, but they got to one that they couldn't cast out. And yeah. Jesus said, uh, this one takes prayer and fasting. One translation says just prayer, and the others say prayer and fasting, but the, the point's the same. It is the same, and that is you need to be armored up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the battle doesn't come to your door on your schedule. You need to be armored what? up and ready <laughs> uh, whenever you do come in contact uh, with those people. But, yeah, just... Let Just me pencil you in for 2 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, hey, exactly. I, you, know, you know what I love? I love other people's wisdom. And we have a lady in our church who said this. She said, and we were in a Bible study, and this, this has just stuck with me almost daily since she said it, and it's close to a year ago she okay. said it. Um, she said, all the trials and tribulations that I had in my life, and I'm paraphrasing her now. So uh, she said, if I would have <laughs> tried to prepare for, I don't think I would have come through them as well. Instead, just trusting Jesus moment by moment yeah. when these trials came, yeah. we just came out the other side. And, right. and it's like, I, I don't, I'm not even telling it as good as she did. But that is such a comfort to me. That's is the that, problem with paraphrasing. Is that I want to... <laughs> just I wanna, so you know. <laughs> I'm the kind of guy... Is this Eugene Peterson again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, new listeners to the show are going to have no idea what you two... Go, go, back, go back, back a few episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, the point is, is that 
I'm that prep guy. I want to know. I mean, I want. I would love to have you know ammo stocked up and MREs for you know two years and uh, a yum, fresh supply of water, yum. and, we're, and we're all set for the apocalypse <laughs> to happen in our yeah. bomb shelter. I was coming I'm, over. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not that guy. I, I so I don't. You know, it's just like the end times. As we're studying the end times, I've been studying it for 30 years with yeah. the idea that I want to know. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to spot the signs. <laughs> I want to be able to match up the scriptures. And that was my quest. And then uh, over the last five or six years, as I'm looking at eschatology, which is my friend, I love eschatology, I realized that if you're not wanting to share the gospel, if you're not wanting to warn people about the coming storm, you don't really believe. Yeah. Right. You know, it's yeah. just like if you want to hold on to all these things in, on the world and walk arm in arm with the world, uh, you don't really believe Jesus is the Lord of your life. He that you know, Because right. when he saves you out of good old-fashioned gratitude, we want to be obedient. Yeah. yeah. If you really understand that's what true. happened. Yeah. It's true. And so it's not that we are, but we want to be. Yeah. So that's where we start our growth, which is called the sanctification process. Or if you're really super cool, you call it spiritual formation. Right. And use different words. <laughs> Go yeah. to Bible Idiots Podcast. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and when you when you spelled out what the days of Noah means yeah. in that sermon too. Yeah. yeah. It's just That's gold. True. The whole thing is gold. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just go listen to it or yeah. watch it. Go to freshroadmedia.com if you haven't. There's always new stuff yeah. there. And yeah. Chris, I want to move on to right on way off. So let's take a break. All right, let's take a break. And, uh, we don't we'll have sponsors. Back. We don't have sponsors, but we can mention the ground is where I got my coffee really this morning. You really got to practice that because you're making the viewers <laughs> Whenever dizzy. you're in Harlan, <laughs> visit the grounds. I, it's all backwards. It's like mirror. <laughs> well, duh. I'm yeah. talking to our friends there, in Elkhorn. There Come it to is. the grounds. There, there it is. is. All right, I got it. Okay. <laughs> yes, the grounds is in the same building as the studio, same building as the all church. Right. Do you live in and Defiance? It's connected to the Come church. to the grounds. <laughs> Bring some honey with you. Yeah, we it, will be back. And and what, what shocked me is when we okay, went to our analytics. Won't. I know. We'll be back in a second. Hang on. You can take us out in a We're second. We're having fun now. Um, <laughs> we go to our analytics, and the biggest audience that we have yep. is in New York. New York. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Did we, were we ever on in New York? No, I think no, we were on an Upper New York oh, on, when we were syndicated uh, we one time. We were, were in the like Syracuse show. area. We were on someone's show one time. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm not talking yeah. about guests on okay. shows because we were guests on uh, yeah hundred okay. different shows across the country over the years. I'm I talking about we never know. we never had a Chris and Emily show broadcast <laughs> into New York, right? Except for I think when we were with USA. No, I don't. What know. if a bunch of Phoenicians moved to New York and they're Chris and Emily fans? Maybe yeah, that's it. That maybe happens. that's it. We've that actually run because anybody into... wants to leave a red state for a blue state. It's know, happening right? all the time that's right what now. I was thinking too. We've actually reverse osmosis. Uh, run into Chris and Emily show listeners like right here in in yeah. the hinterlands I, I <laughs> of one, Iowa. I met one on Masada. Whoa. In Israel in June. Nice. I said, where are you from? She said, Tucson. I said, really? And, and I, my, my daughter, oh, she hates when I do this. I, I immediately <laughs> said, I said, hey, you know, you're, you're on a Holy Land trip, but do you listen to Christian radio? And she said, yeah, I do. I said, you ever listen to Family Life Radio? And you remember the Chris and Emily show? She goes, that was my favorite. Yeah. And I said, I'm Chris. She's like, no way. Isn't that great? Yeah. You're That's shorter so cool. than I expected. This was all on a 25 to 30 second walk to show her where the bathroom was on the top of Masada. Aww. Anyway. Aww, you're so nice. You never know I, who you're going to meet on the way to the I bathroom. I believe right? that those random meetings is God's way of saying, see, yeah. you're not as big a loser as you think you are. You mean, you know, I I allowed you to make an impact through my power, my grace, but don't get too don't get too full of yourself. But here's a little something something for you. That's what I feel. Anyway, Emily, you were about to take us a to trip a commercial to break. the bathroom. She will never forget. Uh, yeah, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with right on way off. So uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> right back. <laughs> that was so. Oh, the professionalism is bubbling up today. I know. 
Hey, if you enjoy listening to No Apology with Emily and Chris, if you get any encouragement from it, please consider standing with us financially. Go to freshroadmedia.com and consider giving a wonderful gift today. It is appreciated. Welcome back to No Apology with Emily and Chris, your home for Christian living with a joyful spin. We have a lot of fun, but this is also an apologetic show where we stand on the authority of God's word together. And Emily, as the boss of the show, you said after the break, we were going to Right On Way Off. Yeah, you know, I always save the best for last, and Right On Way Off is my favorite part of the show where I'm going to just throw some statements out there. Chris and Mike are each going to give their thoughts and let me know, do they think that statement is right on or way off? And then I will give them the final verdict and let them know who's right. The truth at the end. If Chris will let me in. (laughs) So you listening need to listen for her catch because she always has a catch in these little statements. Yeah, I do. And here's the thing, too. If you have a right on way off question that you want, go to freshroadmedia.com. Go to Beyond the Show. You can submit a comment and just say, hey, I want you to ask this on right on way off. I would By the way, that submit that. a comment is a voice. You just click on it and then talk. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. your computer so, will send it to us. Or you so, can email. So like, and you know, on your phone, go to freshroadmedia.com, click on be on the show. If you want to give your right on way off answer. Yeah. Hey, there right. you go. You play along. Tell us we're all wrong. That's we don't right. mind. Or we there might, mind. in the future, there might be a question listed, listed there for you to participate with. All you do is Let's say your, do that. say your name and state and, and, and rattle off what you got. And we would love to bring you on the show in the, in the coming yeah. weeks. All right. I mean, I what like questions it. are we going okay, to? Okay. We're going to start out a little bit serious. Here's a, oh, okay. uh, a quote that has been kind of floating around. And I have my own thoughts on it. And I want to know what your guys' thoughts on it because it's a thought about men. And you guys happen to be men. Yeah. So I've heard. So uh, here it is. And let me know what you think. The quote is, a harmless man is not a good man. A good man is a very, very dangerous man who has that under voluntary control. Is that right on or way off? Chris, what do you think? Right on. Yeah. Right on, yeah, and the Bible also says that forceful men take a hold of the gospel and move it forward. It is forceful um, men, This yeah. whole weak, weak-wristed, wussy Christianity that's been sold to men over the last 50 years needs to change. Mm. And, um, you know, again, I don't play manipulation games. I don't play, I just don't play. Um, I'm kind of a jerk that way, and I don't, I don't want to be, but I don't have a choice. Yes, aggressive men have a place in the kingdom. And yes, read John Eldridge's Wild at Heart if you want the premier work on the subject. Um, we have feminized the church to the point where a lot of men don't even want to go. And, um, you know, that's not what it is. The Christian gospel of Jesus Christ is a manly gospel. Mm -hmm. And when in your rage and in your intenseness and in when you want to really just throttle something and the Spirit of God calms you down, it's a beautiful thing. And you don't punch them in the throat. Right. Instead, <laughs> you share the truth, which is equally as hard. My, uh, Mike, Mike, what do you think? What do you uh, think? Well, two things. First of all, Chris, you must have bumped the volume on my head, some headphones because it's way loud. <laughs> oh, much better. Thank you. No, you just a turned mine down. A little more up. A little I'm more off. Up. I know. See, look at that. 
this is how this is what really. Are you happens. on four or there three? There we go. Yeah, I'm on four. <laughs> All right, cool. All right. That All right. was a Wizard of Oz hey, moment great. right yeah. there. A little behind peek the behind the and curtain. By, and by the way, if yeah, we were yeah. live on a syndicated show, Mike, we would both be fired. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Seriously though, yeah. can you turn mine up just a skosh? Are you? What you? Is, this, is, a, is that I'm you? I'm a little bit quiet. I think no, she's three. I think I'm there. Oh yeah, that's way too loud. Yeah, I'm four. Okay, here we go. Hey, let's do this live on the air. Well, I had to. You were blowing out my eardrums. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd do the rest of the show like this. You're just like, like, what's going on? Oh, I've done that. Yeah. I've done that. Like yeah. this. Hey, hey. <laughs> right, right, you're right. dumping <laughs> coffee and button pushing buttons you're not yeah. supposed to. Hey, yeah. just look at how much I'm getting paid. Okay. All okay. right. Yeah. Let's move on. We're in the All middle right. of right on, way off. <laughs> right on. We are in the middle of right on, way off. It right is on. Mike's turn now. Ha- and apparently violent thing. men... Complain about being volunteers on radio programs. What do you think, Mike? A harmless, <laughs> a harmless man is not a good man. Yeah. A good man is a very, very dangerous man who has that under voluntary control. That is so right on. All right. Oh, Why? My, and, well, everything Chris said, wild at heart, if you're a man and you haven't read it, read it. It's good. Uh, it's just such if a you're a mother book. and you haven't read it, read it. I was right? just going to say, if, if you're, you're a, a wife, woman, <laughs> read, it, <laughs> read it. You'll understand men right. much better. And yeah. raising okay. boys. Yeah. 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 And, and his wife wrote uh, the female version of that. So how women are a mystery mm. to be discovered. Um, okay. So also brilliant stuff. Nice. Um, and so what you gave there in that question <laughs> yeah. is the definition of meekness. Yeah. Meekness is strength under control. There you go. Moses was the meekest man on the planet. Yeah. And so, uh, yes, to have that meekness doesn't mean you're weak. It's not weakness. It's meekness. meekness. Yeah, misunderstanding meekness, meekness is yeah. a key right. thing in American culture. Strength yeah. under control. And a manly man has that. The church needs to foster that, mm-hmm. encourage that. Otherwise, how are we going to be leaders of our families, leaders of ourselves, yeah. leaders of our communities, leaders in the church? Learn to govern ourselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. G.K. Chesterton in 1910-ish, right in that time, yeah. he talked about Ten-ish what was— anyone? Yeah. In, in, so we're talking 110 years ago-ish. Okay. I mean, it might have been—you know, you right. look up the quote. It was 1912. Chris got it wrong. It's you know, okay. Anyway. So, can you tell I've been criticized Fresh a lot? Freshroadmedia.com. <laughs> can you tell them through my show. head as stuff goes out yeah. of my mouth, I think of criticism. A little gun shy there. <laughs> a little bit. Um, G.K. Chesterton said that the word arrogant is going to be hijacked, mm-hmm. and the word humble is also going to be hijacked, oh, and they're, yeah. going to be, they're going to be swapped. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happened in our country. Mm-hmm. We now look at a humble man as somebody who doesn't say squat, capitulates, and just, just gets along. Yeah. Don't you don't you don't you know the eleventh commandment? If you're a Christian, blessed be the nice. You gotta be nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you read the scriptures with an open heart, you'll see that yeah. Jesus was a lot of things, but nice wasn't one of them. The mm. meek shall inherit the earth, strength yes. under control. That exactly. Is, that is the scripture that popped into my mind as well. Yeah, uh, I just ahead. I just want people to know that uh if you are going to go down the path of serving Jesus, it may not look like this quiet, weak flowers and harps 
and just harmony uh, everywhere you go. I look at that family across the street and they get up, they have devotions. Wait a minute. They (laughs) eat well and they exercise and they do all these great things. We do nothing. Wait a minute. And then you get into the comparison trap. That's a a whole other message. As a dad, are you saying you might have to spank your kids? (laughs) Oh, no. Timeouts are good enough. Little little Connor will learn just what he needs to know (laughs) if I give him a timeout. Oh, my gosh. I I ran into Connor at Uh, Walmart. It wasn't great. Yeah. Apologies to all people who have a son named Connor. I was the first one that popped in my head. Yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. Okay. Question number two. Um, Oh, wait a minute. First of all, you're both right on with your right on. Oh, good, good. good. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, Number two, going to church is like going to the hospital. Not all the patients will respond to the treatment. Right on or way off. Mike, what do you think? Right on. Yeah. Yeah, that's right on. I mean, uh, it's a little bit different from a hospital in that way. I mean, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, not everyone at the hospital responds to treatment either, but that's less voluntary. Yeah. Um, At the church... You have a responsibility if you're saved, if you're saved. If you're not saved, you have a responsibility to get saved. Yeah. But um, if, you're, if you are already saved, it's on you mm. to receive what God has for you in the message. Yeah. It's on you to receive what God has for you in the worship. You have to open up your heart and let the Holy Spirit in to minister to you. Right. You need to press in. That's on you. So yeah. quit blaming your worship team or your pastor for stuff that's your responsibility. Wow. Uh, feel free to blame the pastor. <laughs> well, I mean, he's that was used good. To, yeah, he's he's it, that's part of the job description. Yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> Firing arrows. Yeah. Uh, Chris, going right. to church is like going to the hospital, but not all the patients are going to respond to treatment. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Jesus tells us to feed my sheep. Well, Lord, who are my sheep? Only the members of my church or, you know, well, that's part of it maybe. I don't know. I look at it like this. If somebody comes into your sphere of influence and you have spiritual food you can feed and they're hungry, mm-hmm. give it to them, mm-hmm. okay? And the other thing about uh, about church that I always like to talk to people about is, yeah, watch online. That's great. It's like Emily and I, every you know, when we were living in apartments and stuff and we didn't have uh, fireplaces and they were just starting, like Channel 13 on the cable will have a, a Yule log on there yeah. for, for 48 hours over the holidays. And so I we used to we used that. to tune the like, we used to have that on all day. It would just be like a little fireplace good. in our apartment, you know. Yeah. And so you will get the ambiance of church, but you won't get the warmth. Right. And it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. And so find a good ground church and then don't be a church hopper. Plant your feet with a family. It's like a family, I don't get to choose yeah. who my family is. Nice. If you are in a church and you planted your feet like a family and now you're getting into some false teaching and they have moved away from the gospel, you can leave. Okay? If they are teaching the truth and you are a true Christian wherever you are, you may need to stay there. Just don't be one of those people where I I was here for six months and I wasn't fed, so I had to go somewhere else where I can get fed. You know, you you hear these things all the time and you wonder what is going on in their spiritual growth. And I'm sorry, you you lock arms with a bunch of believers. It ain't going to be pretty all the time. Nope. There's going to be true. people that tick you off. There are going to be people that disappoint you, including your pastor. That's what the family is, right? But you get over <laughs> it because the bigger picture is Jesus is coming soon and people need to be told. Yeah. And we are going to try to do this as best we can. And yeah. so if we organize, we can actually do it more effectively. That's kind of what we're about. Love it. Nice. You need to find a title for that book. 
because I'd like to read it. <laughs> iron sharpens iron. Yeah. Like um, Chris Daniels. Right? Yeah. I like that. Um, Open your pie hole for such a time as this. Use. <laughs> oh, yeah. We get to encourage each other. We get to fan into flames our gifts. I mean, That's, that, yeah. was my, that was my Archie Bunker shares the gospel. Awesome. Archie Bunker shares the gospel. You open Archie. your pie hole, use. You talk about Jesus, use. Ah, Archie. Okay, that is oh, no. not a gift. You guys you, do not have the gift. You know, you, do you know that she does a spot on Edith Bunker? That's what I've heard, yeah. She won't do it on but... cue. And the fact that I brought it up, I'm going to get a talking to over uh, at lunch <laughs> you know who my about best not bringing that You know, <laughs> You know what impression I can do spot what, what on? What can you do? Mini Pearl. <gasps> let's hear it. All right, let's hear it. All right, I have to back away from yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's. It, I'm out of practice. Yeah, it's a little lower octave. Yeah, yeah it's but a, it's, a, it's it's yeah. It's I've, right on when I practice. I've, I've never disliked Mini Pearl more I than right now. <laughs> I love Mini Pearl. Yeah. You need a. You need the hat though. Yeah, you need the, the hat, hat with, with the tag. Well, I'm in Iowa now. That's I'm halfway to yeah. swine calling. I know, right? There's gonna be pigs okay. showing up at our door any All right, second. We got here. it. We're gonna have to Last go. We're gonna have, no. We're gonna have to go with the flip phone. Out to the field of dreams, and we're gonna have to have Mike Shaw pop up out of the corn and say <laughs> that with the hat on. That is now the new. Let's do it. Emma, uh, Did she no pop apologies. out of the corn? I don't think. No, she No, but the Hee Haw girls would pop out yeah. of the corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I say we merge the two. Yeah, I love okay. it. Well, we could also right. do salutes and yeah. you know, hey we Grandpa, could, what's for supper? We could put Chris <laughs> in some short shorts and a halter top, and he could pop up out of the corn <laughs> oh, too. I don't know. We could we could write the the Democrat <laughs> theology theme song. <laughs> right. If it weren't for bad theology. I'd have no, no theology, theology at all. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, man. I'm sorry. Okay. I got. I, I quit being an improv performer in 2002, no, and I think I should yeah. leave it no, there. You didn't. Yeah. We just <laughs> aged, we just aged ourselves too. Everyone under 35 has no idea. Call yeah, BR5. Right. If you want to complain, call BR549. <laughs> KRON. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> We're broadcasting live, KRON in Iowa. The radio. I'm sorry. I love me a cornfield. I love me a cornfield as much as the beach nowadays. Your dad was a big hee-haw guy. Yeah, it was on every Saturday. Yeah, Every Saturday. All right, Emily, we took your show from you. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Uh, (laughs) You know, as far as the going to church and patients not responding, I think it's right on as well. So, gosh, are we ever going to get a way off? Could you do a less than Dr. Obvious question? All right, how about this? Or statement, I should say. You were in a hurry for fall. Yeah. This morning, mm-hmm. so as we dream upon that, ah. here's a thought. Authentic fall flavor is apple, not pumpkin spice. Right on or way off? Oh, I'm way off. Really? Yeah, that pumpkin spice taste is fall. Yeah. You know, I mean, the pumpkin donuts, there's a place in Michigan. What was it called? Something farm. Somebody's yeah. farm. Like Post farms. Po- post farms in Michigan. They, may, they have a little kitchen right off their little farmstead. And they make donuts, pumpkin donuts, hot. And you just go by. We went and bought a do- Emily and I bought a dozen, and I'm not making this up. They were five miles from our house, maybe four and a half. It wasn't more than five miles. And <laughs> we went and got these hot donuts, a dozen of them. And so we started eating them, talking as we're driving the five miles. 
And the the idea was is how we were going to have them for breakfast and how we were going to have them with coffee in the next day. And they might last, you know, for two or three days before they They're get stale. They're always better hot, And though, you, can, you, yeah. can, you can microwave them, get them back together. And we're talking. And we get home. And the box that had a dozen donuts in it only had one left. We were <laughs> blind. And we were just, we just kept shoveling it in. I'm right on. Pumpkin is the taste of fall. All right. Authentic fall flavor is apple, not pumpkin. Mike Shaw, right, right on, on. <laughs> right on, right on. Now, okay. now, not just apple though. Apple cinnamon. Okay, yeah. Apple cinnamon. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, or apple Maybe pie. Cinnamon Maybe apple is pie. Actually, <laughs> well, cinnamon is that yeah. the common denominator? <laughs> How about Maybe apple pumpkin cinnamon, cinnamon spice? <laughs> Can I we, like it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, hey. an, you're an apple guy, I take it. Uh, apple yes. cider. Yeah, I, I, mean, I prefer apple over pumpkin any day, and I don't know who marketed pumpkin spice for everything. Um, it's definitely caught on. Yeah. Pumpkin, pumpkin spice, all the things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was shopping for cars, and they offered it in pumpkin spice. <laughs> Is that your favorite color? I mean, uh, you know, it's uh, just whatever. <laughs> Just add pumpkin spice to whatever. I know, right? And it's coming. It's coming it soon. Because yeah. yeah. you're an apple guy. Yeah. Huh? I prefer apple, yep. and apple pie was my favorite uh, yep. as far as pies go. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin pie is good, though. Um, <laughs> pumpkin yeah. spice liver and onions hasn't caught on yet. No, not yet, <laughs> not but yet. it's coming. It might. <laughs> no, you know, Chris and I were doing a... a um, uh, cleanse a, a week long, just reset your palate, mm-hmm. clean out, you know, eat good food. And so for breakfast, I made this turkey sausage and it was delightful. Ooh. And, you know, it was Sounds really good. wonderful. She made it in a loaf. After a couple <laughs> days, your cravings and your appetite, they go way down once yeah. you get all that garbage out of you. Yep. But this particular day, and we were into it uh, quite a few days, um, I made this turkey sausage, and afterwards I'm just feeling so good because it tasted so lovely. Um, but then I'm cleaning up the kitchen, and all I can smell is this turkey. And it, I'm just like, oh, my goodness, it smells like Thanksgiving in here. I can't wait to have pumpkin pie. <laughs> pie, oh, doesn't pie sound good? And then pretty soon, like in two minutes, I'm craving pumpkin pie again. Mm. It's like yeah. that totally backfired so i just made more turkey sausage today because <laughs> <laughs> it was really really so really kind good. of a sub right on way off yeah. Yeah. with your pumpkin pie yeah cool um, whip or ready whip i make it homemade yeah, yeah. even better yeah right. yeah. yeah i go get even the better. organic get the whipping heavy whipping cream, cream and heavy whipping cream cuz yeah. we used Cutter to loose. we used to get raw milk in minnesota from all the dairy farmers out oh, there and cool. so we'd you know separate it all cream milk butter and I'd have that heavy whipping cream, and I'd whip it up, and oh, it was. Are you Amish? <laughs> I no. wish I okay, was right. sometimes. <laughs> I but she comes had. from the country, and we. Yes. Okay. The the line is: we have a healthy respect for the skill set of yeah. the hill folk. And I don't even. <laughs> yeah, I. That's right. I don't even buy the uh, pumpkin, the canned pumpkin for the pumpkin pies. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. I you scrape no. them out yourself. I, I cook yeah, them. Yeah, she and, scrapes them. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. fabulous. Bakes it's these. Fabulous. Bakes the pumpkin. Are, do you have pumpkins in your garden? I don't this no, year. I don't this year because every year uh, or every time we move, it's like the first year I'm just kind of like, oh, let's just try a few of these things and yeah. see what works. And usually by year three, I'm, I've I'm learned, cooking. I've I'm learned cooking that the soil gas. in Minnesota and Kansas and Alabama and Arizona is completely different. 
Yeah. And the oh, growing yeah. regions and all that. And oh, so Oregon's even better. Yeah. 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 So Emily's Minnesota's very similar though to Iowa. So yeah. Emily's it's been about to have a almost field like day. coming home. So it's been very it's going gangbusters <laughs> a field out there. Day. I see what yeah. you did. <laughs> Emily uh, Emily's yeah. Emily's having a really good time in Iowa. Yeah. But we've moved so much and now we've settled in that she just I think needs this season as like a preseason. And so even though her garden's producing a whole bunch of stuff. We're in the process now of kind of strategizing for how we yeah. can make this a permanent garden. Yeah, and I will, I guarantee you, I will have pumpkins you'll next have, year. You'll I'm... have less and less backyard and more and more garden <laughs> over know. time. Hey, my grandma. There's only so much space. My yeah. grandma and grandpa, they had this tiny little backyard in this small town, and the whole backyard was garden. It yep. was just mm-hmm. paths up and down, mm-hmm. and it was flowers, it was vegetables, it was da 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 it was quite lovely, and a lot of people did that, and now it's kind of a very novel idea. I think it's kind of returning, where people are like, oh, we, we're probably going to need to grow our own food, Hank. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I would love to see a return to that, because we'd go out there with Grandma, and we would just walk and wonder and taste things, and it, it was really, really wonderful. But as far as the authentic fall flavor, yes, Apple, I really truly <gasps> do believe too, is the You've authentic fall flavor. <laughs> <laughs> you betrayed our pumpkin memories. <laughs> because I think, you know. Sounds I, like you might have ground. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, agree, disagree, I don't know. All right. Eat it all. It's all wonderful goodness from God. But yeah, you know, we used to take uh, fall trips. Yeah. Up and down the river, the Mississippi River. We would we li- grew up in Minnesota. We'd go on the Wisconsin side because nobody Wisconsin. nobody Wisconsin. does it's not Wisconsin. It's nobody, Wisconsin. Yeah, sure you bitch. So you're on the Wisconsin side. Yeah, nobody does fall better than Wisconsin. I'm okay. telling you. And we would get apples and apple butter, and we'd get cheese curds and. Oh, it was just. I, I know, but there's one big downside. Every, every single year, we never did buy pumpkin anything. It was all apples and lovely. Yeah, but the stuff. whole problem with that scene is that you're going to have to navigate Packer fans, and you know that ruins, <laughs> that can ruin a day quick. That can ruin a day really. quick. You know what I'm looking forward to? <laughs> um, I had this growing up in Oregon, but 16 years in Arizona, I really yeah. missed the fog. Yes. And, the, and I hear the fog gets thick here in Iowa like it should. Nice. It's going to remind me of fall uh, in Oregon. We yeah. had so much fog in the yeah. falls. You're going to love it, Mike. You're I'm going to love it. it. Yeah. Mike is, if you don't know, moved up here fresh from Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock, Texas. Uh, before that, we actually met you living in Arizona. That's right. And so, yeah, this is going to be another great um, fall winter for you. I'm l- really so, looking forward to it because yeah. I grew up in Oregon. And I was born in Compton, straight out of Compton. Compton, Compton. yeah, that sounds tough, man. Yeah. Mm. All right, Emily, are we done? Well, I think we're done. Yeah. You want to wrap it up, or you want me to? Uh, I'll wrap it up, Mike. Um, why don't you do it? <laughs> well, <laughs> for more content, go to freshroadmedia.com. There you go, Chris. Take us out. You are listening to a broadcast production that could become the premier voice. For Christian living with joy alongside Bible apologetics. We call it laughing louder, digging deeper, living larger. And uh, I'm the pastor of Fresh Road. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm the pastor of Fresh Encounter Church, <laughs> which is why we decided to call it Fresh Road Media. They are not connected, they are separate deals, but we are in Fresh Encounter space right now. Yeah. And that's all I want to do is be the pastor of this church. And but Emily wants she's called to do this, and <laughs> she said, "I want to remember the name of it first. <laughs> 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 
It starts with fresh. <laughs> Everything's fresh. Everything's Don't fresh. Don't get fresh. So uh, the, what was I even talking about? You want to be a pastor at Fresh oh, and Camp. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Um, no, the point is, is that Mike and Emily are committed to this broadcast That's outreach. Right. This is how they want to earn their living by sharing the gospel. Correct. And so we have to be a listener-supported ministry like everybody else. The yeah. problem is is that it always takes ministries like this, if they're good, uh, 15 to 18 months to get any kind of funding. So we are asking you, if you've listened this long, if you've stayed with the show this long, you probably know what you got here. And I'm a part of it because I think it's pretty special to be around Emily doing her thing. And then to have Mike come and join us is a God thing. It's fun. It doesn't matter. I had a friend give $10 this last week, and, yeah. and we celebrated that $10 so like the widows might. Yeah. If you've got anything, it doesn't matter what it is. I would love if you say, hey, I got a couple grand I can give you. Go to freshroadmedia.com and give a gift right now. We, we'll give you the movie Bible Idiots. I'll send you a book. We'll do whatever. It doesn't matter. We don't even know how to do these gifts right. We're still <laughs> Chris, sorting out our website. Chris will come and we'll clean your yeah. house in a clown outfit. <laughs> well, so as the I'll web- hand deliver that DVD to New York, and as you'll say when I, you answer the door, I wanted the digital copy. <laughs> as the web guy, when you give, then yeah. you're directed to another form where you can give us your address if you want the DVD. Yeah, right, you. Right. there you go. Um, I'll have to put a new form, a new... Uh, Area in there for hand delivered by Chris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's let's leave that one off. Okay. There. I don't have a skin in the game, so I can talk about it. I'm doing. I, I, it costs me a, one morning a week to be with my wife to do this show. Uh, she sets it all up. It's her deal. Uh, Mike's come along as a news director. He's got his own show. Fresh Road Media wants to be a broadcast outreach with syndicated shows, with podcasts, with blogs. I mean, read Emily's blogs and tell me oh, that that's okay, not world class. Yep. All right. Um, we Aww. need your help to do this. And yeah. and I'm not begging. I'm just straight up telling you, now's the time. Oh, I'll give you guys a gift in the fall. We might not even be here. If you I mean, think this I, is... We're not quitting. We're not going anywhere, so I don't want to go there. But I'm just telling you, now is the time. Can I mention that? Now yeah. is the if time. If you think this is the end times, you want to be preaching God's word. Yeah. And yeah. that's what we're about. That's yeah. what we want to do. That's all and we got we left. we are committed. We have committed. Both the three of us have committed a lot to trying to do whatever this Fresh Road is. You guys can identify it better than us because you're Whatever watching this it. Is. Whatever this is. You know what I'm saying. I can't. I'm right on with that. Right. Yes. Very Freshroadmedia.com, the month of August, the month of September, critical for us. Please go there. Thank so, you. on behalf of Mike Shaw, our good friend and news director, and my best friend and bride, Emily, there she is. My name is Chris. You get into the Word of God today and you go and serve your king.